Today, I'm getting deep with you, and I mean deep-rooted. The first three years of your life tremendously affect how you behave and the way that you feel about things today, in your everyday life and at work. So let me share with you what those traits are, what you can do to rewire them to a healthy degree, and what you can expect in the process. If you're a female entrepreneur who wants to break free from the pressure and experience peace and alignment to live that life you've always envisioned, then this is the show for you. I'm your host, Jamie Milam. All my life, I've been self-reliant with a figure-it-out mentality, starting with being on my own at the age of 15, overcoming drug addiction when I learned I'd become a mom at 19, and rebuilding my life out of a single Rubbermaid storage tote to now running the three businesses I've built. So I'm no stranger to pressure. My figure it out mentality created systems that helped, but I still found myself headed to burnout. I learned to listen to myself and apply the most powerful tool I had, my own self-awareness. So I shifted to incorporate my true self and align my strategies accordingly. And now I apply this practice to every area of my life. I'm on a mission to help you develop a practice of self-awareness, to learn to value yourself so you can honor those parts of you in your daily activities and finally live that life you're determined to have. This is Determined AF. Welcome back to another episode of Determined AF. I'm coming at you guys today with something super personal, okay? We're going to get a little deep today. Did you know that before you're even three years old, you were developing some of the most significant behavioral patterns that would stick with you for the rest of your life? Those behavioral developments, they affect your everyday perspective, the way that you approach relationships and connections, the level of comfort and confidence that you have with boundaries, the way that you feel seen and heard, and the ways that you need or desire to be nurtured. In fact, licensed therapist Katherine Taylor shares in her book that's called uh, The Inner Child Workbook that between the ages of zero and 18 months old, so birth to infant, the developmental tasks we needed to master were bonding with our caretaker and learning about nurturing and trust. That bonding that she's talking about, it's more than a physical experience. It's really an emotional connection with another human being. It's through that connection that we learned to trust. So when our basic needs were met, we felt nurtured and safe. We felt seen and heard, right? When we were fed, when we were hungry and we were fed, we felt seen and heard, nurtured, safe, right? You see how this is affecting your environment. Well, these basic needs and their degree of being developed in a healthy manner or not are rooted so, so very deep in us. Back to the days that we had no control of whatsoever. How well that bonding was for us in our youngest of days will shape so much of how we approach life going forward and into our present day. The next developmental phase, she says, is 18 months to three years old. In this stage, we are learning to gain a sense of control over ourselves, autonomy, if you will, and we're learning to establish and maintain boundaries. 
think about how everyone talks about the terrible twos and how you're having to always tell a toddler no all of the time or how they're talking back to you and saying no, right? They're testing their limits. You know, they're thinking about how they can start to have a little bit of control over their own choices in their life. I want you to take a moment and and think about this information, these developmental stages. And I want you to think about how they're so instrumental in shaping who you are and how you approach many things in your life today. So if, for instance, you find yourself, maybe you're really confident in yourself. You're happy to be a big voice in the room and you're outgoing. Do you also find that you had a close, caring family from those very early years? Or maybe you find it hard to connect with others. You struggle feeling emotionally safe, often feel like you're not really known. Could that be as a result of some neglect in your earliest of years? Well, how about boundaries? Do you struggle creating them? Do you find yourself aiming to please all the time? Are you very rigid with your boundaries? Do you have a hard time recognizing or honoring other people's boundaries? You guys, all of these traits we have as adults, they are directly stemmed from the earliest years of our lives, which we likely don't even remember. Might I add, we didn't even have a choice in it. Well, I'm bringing this up today because I want to be vulnerable with you. I feel called to be, in fact. I feel like it's been such a significant part of my week that if there's something good I can do with this information, then by all means, that's what I want to do. I was reminded of these developmental stages after I went back and reread these passages because very recently, I learned some things about my first year of life. A few things I had heard over the years about my first, you know, three years of my life, they were reconfirmed and then new information was brought to light. Again, this happened very recently and admittedly, it's been difficult to process, but at the same time, it's been so eye-opening that I know it's going to be very helpful in my healing journey. And that, my friends, is something that I always want to do. If there's something that I have learned that can help somebody else, then that's what I want to do. I have shared many times, without any shame at all, that I have been happily in therapy since uh, about the end of 2019. And that very first day, I expressed that I really wanted to get in touch with my gut feeling, my intuition. And I feel that I have accomplished that, and I'm continuing to practice it every single day. But I didn't just stop when I felt like, okay, cool, I'm reconnected. I've accomplished, you know, my, my goal that I came in here for. Because in the process, I've been unpacking a lot of suppressed trauma from over the years. Oftentimes, it's these things that continue to come to the surface about like my current, like the default or natural emotional responses that I have on a very consistent basis to seemingly different situations. And the way that I respond to these different situations, but in a very similar way, it's continued to kind of plague me. And I've had a hard time comforting those parts of myself in the therapeutic process that I've learned with her because I couldn't even envision that version of me. 
mostly because I don't think I truly knew or identified where it was stemming from. But for the first time, I now can see her. I can see the little girl who didn't have the opportunity to develop these particularly healthy skills. And I can see her now all because one of the missing pieces of information has been handed to me. And here's the thing, you guys. Trying to process this and, and learning about this, it's a whirlwind of emotions. It's, it's sadness. I mean, I feel so sad for that little girl. Really, for all the babies, all the little babies out there that may have experienced something similar. I feel angry. Angry that the choice wasn't even mine. But the consequences of those choices are mine to bear and to work even harder and put in more effort to overcome them. I feel frustrated because even though I have new information, I also have a ton more new questions. But I also feel a sense of relief and hope. Relief because I know that I can finally connect to a time in my personal history where it started in a definable and an undeniable way. And now I have this sense of compassion for myself, for that little girl. When I can understand something better, I think I can manage it better. I can comfort that part of me in a newfound way. And, and that makes me feel hopeful. I feel hopeful because I know how much progress I've made over the last four years without that knowledge. So I can only imagine how the healing process will greatly impact the way that I approach my daily life going forward. I mean... I can imagine that it's going to be this beautiful, positive domino effect. And yet, I'd also be remiss if I didn't admit that part of this journey means struggling with not letting it consume me. Because when you can feel this new heaviness in you from a new revelation like this, it can quite literally weigh you down. There can be days that it takes every ounce of me to push myself to do the productive things that I want and need to do for work, to not let the heaviness hold me back. And yet, balance that with enough comfort and grace to go easy on myself. Because I know that acknowledging, processing, and releasing this is more healing in the long run than suppressing it and ignoring it. And certainly, way more healing than pressing it down and shaming myself for not being able to just turn it off. And this is a huge part of why I maintain my therapy on a weekly basis. I mean, I know that I always have time carved out to go deeper with it, which oftentimes that's just enough because it's certainly not every week or even monthly that a new heavy thing comes in. But when it does, knowing what my absolute top priorities are makes it easier to reduce some of that pressure so that I can really focus on the one thing or the two things each day that's going to push me forward, you know, in my business, okay? And then I like to find ways to use it to fuel me, to do something like this episode, to turn this heaviness into a positive. You guys, I know it's going to take time, and I want to express that to anybody. Anybody that's unpacking 
you know, very deep-rooted traumas or, you know, just a new understanding of yourself, I want to be very clear. Like, I know it's going to take time. But I know I'm willing to put it in because I like who I am now more than I ever have in my life. I value myself more than ever and that is worth the work. You see, I am not responsible for those forming years and how they shaped me. But I am responsible for how I manage them going forward so that I can have ownership of my own life, my behavior, my choices, and continue to have the best impact on myself and those around me in my world. So I share this with you because I want to encourage you today that if there's anything you are struggling with that you feel shame around because you wish you could do things differently or you're not happy with being able to do it like someone else, then I want you to remember it's because you are uniquely designed differently than everyone else. Your individual experiences from days that you do not even remember are uniquely different than anyone else's. But you still get to choose if you want to do something about it. It's still your choice if you want to learn to design boundaries for yourself, which that could be learning to be more disciplined or learning to say no more often. It could be many things. It's your choice now to determine what it is that makes you feel seen, heard, and connected, and then make the choice to honor that part of you, find ways to nurture that part of you because the more you exercise it, the easier it becomes because you're reconditioning yourself to feel secure, nurtured. The way we are has to do with parts of our past we likely don't have memories of. We are wired with it in us and it's deep. And it takes such an awareness of this to be able to comfort those parts of ourselves and to actively work to rewire it. And while we won't ever be able to give that infant version of ourselves that bond that we desired, we can't go back in time and do that. We were deserving of that bond. It's that bond that we needed that we were worthy of we can't go back and do that for that infant version but we can now for our adult version we can step in and take care of ourselves we can give ourselves just enough grace to release the shame and pressure and balance it with the support love and encouragement to keep us moving forward just like you would for that little infant or that toddler. I mean, imagine, imagine how this newfound awareness can just positively impact your inner healing. Not only your inner healing, but also your external world, your relationships, your client interactions, your goals, your self image. Friends, I do this work with the help of a therapist because it can be heavy at times. And I encourage that if you have childhood trauma to unpack, do it with the help of a professional. I believe that you can practice awareness in any area of your life, at any point in time, and in any phase of your career. It is a skill that has been the most impactful to me. It has taught me to 
recognize that I am worthy. And it's taught me to recognize what I am worthy and deserving of. It's taught me to value myself. You do not have to go this alone. I want you to give yourself grace. I want you to feel more peace. I don't want you to feel the pressure of having to do everything so differently, but instead have this understanding of why you do it the way that you do and use that understanding to create alignment towards the new goal that you might have. And I, like I said, I don't want you to go this alone. If you reach out to me on Instagram and you DM me, which I am at Ms. Jamie Milam, I will encourage you. I will support your journey and I will celebrate your wins with you, your progress with you. I'll imagine us in this beautiful playroom, all happy and nurtured and safe and remind us that we are deserving of love and happiness. And I mean it. If this episode impacted you at all, I hope you'll reach out and let me know. I'll be vulnerable here, you guys. It impacts me too. When I know that it has been impactful or positive for you or a nice reminder for whatever you might be going through in your life, it's impactful to me too. Or share it with the person that you feel safe with. Or share it with somebody that you want them to feel safe. Whatever it is, you guys, let's spread love and support and I just want to thank you for letting me share this one with you today.